come in, Lisa. Hello. You're wobbly then. Did I? Hello. Hello. Yes. Um, welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. Hello there. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting a bit lost in the, um, the Skype world here. Um, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, we're going to talk about some fun things. had a busy week. Um, oh, I've been run off my feet. <laughs> run off my feet. Honestly, I haven't stopped. Have not no. stopped. No. When I say haven't stopped, I mean haven't stopped sitting on the couch. Yeah, haven't started. Haven't started. <laughs> Have not started a thing. Yeah. I know. It's, um, it's getting a bit boring now. It is. But, but let's not be boring. Let's not, not boring. us be boring. No, well, we don't. We're not boring. We will no. be talking today about my feet. Yay! And everyone loves a good chat about my feet. My husband has been vomiting at this point. We're talking about reasons to be cheerful. Ooh. We're talking um, some culture club. Yeah. And we're also talking about whether or not you need to think about pre-frailty prevention. That sounds a bit like a reason to be cheerful. <laughs> I don't know. We don't want to end on a low or anything. Let's no. see how we go. We might have to find something happy to end on. Okay, we'll do our best. We might have to have a happy ending. Ooh. Right, <laughs> let's go. All right, first of all, you want to talk about my feet. Well, when, when I say you want to talk about my feet... Well, I do of... want to talk about your feet. Yes, well, we all want to talk, I can imagine. Yeah. So I think a couple of weeks ago we spoke about foot masks and I said I was under the, um, the misinformation, um, <laughs> whatever, that you were buying one of these and then it turned out you were just buying a nice foot mask that was going to be nice and um, moisturising. But I wanted one of those ones which are called milky feet, which are yeah. the ones that take your skin off, um, which then prompted me to directly go to chemist warehouse <laughs> and directly purchase some directly yes. come back to my lounge room and put my feet in them so how do they work are okay. they like they're slippers they're like plastic slippers filled with goo which is actually right. quite nice to put your feet into it's like it's like a lovely cooling gel kind of scenario you put how long do you leave your feet in for about 40 minutes yep and you don't really feel anything. I think if you feel something, you're supposed to wash them off because you're having a reaction. <laughs> so, you know, luckily I didn't feel a thing. But I'll tell you what, though, the cat wanted to go out at some point and it was very hard to walk in those slippers because you, you feel very, A, you feel stupid, but also they're slippery. Yes. Um, so I was like, you know, daintily traipsing around the house in them and the cat was like, why are you walking like that, you idiot? Um, but anyway, so you put them on for 40 minutes and then you go and wash them off. And then you think, all right, that's that then. That's $30 down the toilet, you think. But no, Lisa. Because <laughs> what happens is about five days later, all the skin on your feet just comes off. Oh, how disgusting. Yes. Like, and so does it come off in big chunks or how, like, or is it like when you've, burnt, you've got sunburn, really what? bad sunburn and it peels off? I don't know whether I'm indicative of how it normally comes off. But for me, it was um, like I'd burnt my feet on hot sand or something. I don't know. And, yeah. and, and, um, but, like, all over my feet. So, basically, it was um, at one point I took my sock off when I'd been. This is probably way too much information. And I'm just, like, fluttered out, fluttered oh, out. 
Stop it. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. I actually feel sick. I know. I'm but slightly hungover some... and you're making me feel sick. <laughs> but there is an absolute joy to it because your feet underneath are just literally milky baby feet, like really mm. lovely. But, um, yeah, there is a there is that middle period where you don't want anyone to see. You wouldn't want to be embarking on any kind of romantic adventure or going anywhere where your feet were going to be on show during the... So did the, you get some exfoliator and Well, no, because they say, they say not to peel it off yourself because I think maybe right. you have to wait for it to drop off. Of course I didn't. I picked, picked bits of gagging. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But... Like, the end result was pretty good, and I actually do recommend them. So even though at the time it was kind of great, and, you know, my husband hates my feet at the best of times, so I tried very hard for him not to see the, yeah. middle, the middle ground. Keep the romance alive. No, I didn't want him to be totally disgusted. And then last night, completely apropos of nothing... I said to him, we know what we should do. We should do some massages in the house. You know, like, I'll do your feet and you can do mine. And the look he gave me. (laughs) He was so horrified. And it wasn't even about that. He just, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I give them a big tick, but I have to warn you they are kind of gross. But, you know, at a time like this when you're inside and no one's looking at you, not a bad thing to do. There's a time to do it. It's now. It, it, honestly, it really is. And if mm. you're going to be doing your home manis and pedis and things like that, which I think people are really doing, yeah, um, I think it's a good time to um, to get in there and you know. No, right. I'm still not convinced, but <laughs> I don't know why not. It's great. Ooh. It's a little bit like I did just find a pile of dead skin on the floor, which I obviously need to vacuum up. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm just trying to make you sick. I'm just trying to make you sick. Thank you. Um, what other beauty things we got going on? You were going to talk about something that you found to be an issue. Well, it's a what hurts now, really. Mm. What Is it hurts? Or not? It's yeah. a bit of both. What hurts? No. No. And, no. It's, and, and it's beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. Yeah, it's a bit of both, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm getting those little spider veins on my face. Um, I'm finding my skin isn't as good as it should be, considering I'm not under all the lights at work. Um, but maybe it's just because of everything else that's going on. Um, anyway, little spider veins, but I think it's probably related to all the alcohol that I'm drinking mm, during probably, lockdown. Probably. So I don't know if I am drinking that much, but I did have four margaritas last night, and that is why I feel like death today. <laughs> did you? Um, are you drinking water as well? No. Mm. Well, maybe you need to. Yeah, at work you drink water all day, don't you? Yeah, I drink. If I've I've got this bottle here, which you've seen, yeah, which I fill with water at the start of the day, and I make sure I drink it all at least once during the day, regardless. So you should just do that. Just have a bottle that you carry around with you. Maybe it's a water thing. Well, Timmy threw them all out because he had a cold, and and the nurse told him to throw all the water bottles out. Right. (laughs) She worked for Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Timmy. Hello. <laughs> There's a special guest surprise. Um, right, well, I don't know what you do. Like, Maybe we need to ask the PDAs no, who are Facebook can group. With, can you help? Yes, please help. Please. Yes. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I haven't got any answers apart from probably stop drinking so much and start drinking more water. Well, you probably, I mean, yeah, probably. And maybe you need to do something with your skin. Maybe you need to put some protecting. Oh, oh yes. 
Or maybe I'll go and do a sort of a face mask. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a face mask like your one and my whole face will peel off. <laughs> well, it is like a peel, isn't it? I mean, it's the same yeah. thing as a face peel, just for yeah. your feet. Maybe I'll go and look for something in the cupboard and see if I've got something I can put on. All right. All right. That sounds good. Okay. All right. Now we have a new segment. Yeah. It's your idea. Yeah. I haven't got a, a jingle, though. Have you got a jingle for well, it? I can just imagine it's probably the same as the other jingle, so it'll be... Yeah. What we could do, <laughs> reasons to be cheerful or something like that. Reasons to be cheerful. Yeah. Yeah, just because um, I thought we needed some reasons yeah. to be cheerful. Oh, yeah. So things that have made me laugh or smile this week mm-hmm. um, include we bought a Frisbee to take to the park yeah. when we go for walks and um, Timmy is not very good at it and so I'll throw him the frisbee and he'll catch it very well and then he'll throw me the frisbee but he does that thing where he sort of like (laughs) it just goes up in the air or ends up throwing it behind him or um (laughs) and it just makes me cry with laughter they're just so silly um, so that's a reason for me to be cheerful is that my husband is not very good at the frisbee. Right. And, I wonder uh, if and he feels the, the same. <laughs> well, the fact that we're playing frisbee at our age, it's like that's what the world's come to is that we bought a frisbee. Yes. Um, and then the other thing is, did you see the BBC weatherman and he was drumming the news music? I did hear about that, yes. Yeah, it's very, very amusing. So he's at home, working from home, doing the weather reports, and then he's got a full drum kit. He's quite good. And then he decided, because the BBC news music is, I think people have turned it into sort of, um, as he says, it's banging. It's a banger. It's a banger. People have turned it into a dance track as well. Yeah, right. Um, So anyway, he drums along to the... um, the news music before and after his weather reports That's and fun. it's very amusing and millions of people have watched him on twitter have you seen there's all those um sports um commentators who are now yes. commentating things like their dogs getting um biscuits out of the bowl and yeah so they're, they're amazing we'll put some of them yes. in the pdas because they're so funny yeah it's very amusing there are reasons to be cheerful what, what have is, you got yeah justin Theroux who yes. is one of the one of my um, crushes, celebrity yeah. crushes. He is posting um, what he eats for dinner every night. He's in New York in lockdown. Yeah. What, is he, he on eats? his own? No, he's got his dog with him, Kuma, who's a rescue dog. And he's very big on the rescue rescuing dogs thing. He's always like, he oh, pays for people to, for pays for dogs to be adopted and stuff all the time. Like, he's amazing. But he, so he and Kuma eat their dinner together every night and it's just oh, divine. And she sits at the table and then she, he gives her some of what he's having and they have it together. It's like... It's just on Instagram. Yeah, it's so lovely. It's on his Instagram stories every day and that is giving me life at the moment and um, it's getting me through the pandemic just to see what they're eating. And she's so polite. And then he always has sound on on the thing because it's always, you can just hear her go... Oh, while she's eating. It's <laughs> really that. cute. That and then the other thing that's making me laugh this week is that we were watching the SBS News Ooh, and my husband So loves, intellectual. Oh, I know. My husband loves Janice Peterson, who's one of the newsreaders. And so I tweeted saying, my husband just said that Janice Peterson is a nilf um, and now I don't know how to feel about current affairs. And she wrote back saying, bah, ha, 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 ha. You know, that's hilarious. Um, but who's your celebrity question? And I said I quite liked the idea. I quite like Bill Shorten. <laughs> but I didn't know if I wanted, if he was a pilf, which is a politician. 
liked oh. it. And so it went on. So, um, and I love the fact that she got back to me. She wasn't offended. She thought it was very funny. And oh, how we laughed. Oh, well, that's a reason to be cheerful, isn't it? You've got a new famous Instagram friend. Yeah, no, that was on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Sorry, I yeah. do apologise. That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's fun. Oh, well, I like that segment. We can have to do more of those. Okay. Um, so now do you want to do some culture club? Culture club. MasterChef. Yes, I'm loving it. Are you watching Just it? Back with a vengeance. Um, I've watched bits of it. I've kept trying to watch it on 10 Catch Up, but it won't work. Oh. Can you get 10 catch-up to work? Um, yes. Oh. 10 play? Is that what you mean? That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. I can't get it to work. Oh, I don't oh. know. I don't know. No. Can somebody at 10 help Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> Come to the PBAs, any of you who can help her. Tell me why it won't work. Um, um, but obviously I know what it's about, MasterChef. It's a cooking show and we've got three new hosts. Yes, and I'm and loving all them. And the, all the famous faces are back. Yeah. Now, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. How is it that Callum just looks like a more grown-up Callum? Like he, like he literally hasn't changed at all since he was a no. young person, and he's got a child and everything, and he still looks exactly the same. Yes. Amazing. He's cook. a nice, nice man. He is a nice man. Poe was a Poe's been a disaster. Her, why has she been a disaster? Well, because she just seems so flustered all the time. Right. Um, I was a bit worried about her hair. Um. <laughs> and but then I know someone who went to the MasterChef's sort of launchy thing and said her hair's much better in the flesh. In the flesh, right. it's quite sort of you know quite a cool crop. Right. Whereas on the show, it, it looks a bit mumsy and weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know if it was the best decision that she's ever made. Yeah. But you know, everyone yeah. each to their own. With each hair. to their own. Maybe it was a um, isolation hair crop. No, because it um, was before the isolation. Well, it's been filmed before, of mm. course. Um, but you know what? The only thing I really care about at the moment in MasterChef is Jock. He's one of the new judges. Yes, and he's Everyone's got a crush on him. I have got they? a massive crush on him. Um, I think he looks like Prince Frederick of Denmark for oh, a start, which not is, bad thing. which may or may not make you think anything of him at all. But um, I'm, I've got a particularly penchant for the Danish royals. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Jock is just amazing. He is—he's got a backstory as well because he yeah. used to be a drug addict, and you know, like yeah. he's a chef who works with indigenous ingredients in his restaurant in Adelaide, and he's just very cool, tattooed, sharp, snappy dresser. Chefs are always a bit um, intriguing, aren't they? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's a lot of chefs that you sort of you quite fancy, I reckon. Yes, Marco. For example, <laughs> even Gordon on a on a good day, you're a bit like, oh yeah, I get it. I think Gordon looks like a chapé. Yes, but back in the day, he was quite attractive, wasn't he? Mm, yes, yes. And he's a bit angry. He's he's a angry. Bit, they're a bit all angry. angry, aren't they? Chefs um, are angry. I do really like Melissa Leong, the um, other judge. Oh yeah, I think she's lady. gorgeous and she's um, very smart, and she's got a lot of lovely rings. I love her oh. rings. <laughs> Okay. And yeah, and I can take or leave. I feel like he's a bit out of his depth. Yes. Um, massive rating figures, isn't it? I know. I mean, everyone must just be loving the fact. I mean, it's just perfect timing. It's something to watch at home. It's about being at home, really, because you can cook and, and yes. do all those things. It's all your favourite. Apparently, people are. Um, apparently, families are sitting down and watching telly together. And I was reading an article and there was a family with kids and they've never sat down and watched telly together wow. because 
the kids watch the, what they want on their screens when they want the parents watch what they want when they want so that whole thing like you know when we grew up and you'd all sit down and watch mm. I don't know the Muppet show together <laughs> for want of something more intellectual or something <laughs> um that apparently doesn't happen anymore but now it is, it is at the moment people and MasterChef's perfect kids love MasterChef for some reason don't they they yeah. love MasterChef and they love the block yeah um so families free to air is is doing quite well with this sort of appointment viewing that hasn't really been a thing for quite a long time. No. Have you been watching Jamie keep calm and no, keep cooking? No, you have that, haven't you? Yeah, it's great. It's really good. He's really good ideas. I mean, he's doing it from the UK where they've got much stricter lockdown rules about going to the shops only once a week, I think, or once a fortnight even. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's sort of, it's just really is shopping from the pantry, but he's just so good at it. Um, and he'd sort of come up with all these ideas for recipes. I'm very much enjoying it. Yes. Someone, someone on Facebook I saw the other day said, has anyone noticed how gorgeous Jamie Oliver's eyes are? Oh, I have a look. Mm, I've I never hadn't. noticed. No. I read a book last night and this morning, which is called Below Deck, which is by Sophie Hardcastle. It's an Australian book. It's only just out. Is it's it linked an- to the TV show? No. no. What, okay. what TV show is that? It's called Below Deck. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, it's a it's a fiction book. It's about a girl um, who is dealing with something quite horrendous, um, and it's just about her journey through dealing with this thing that happens below deck on a boat, um, and. Um, how she manages to get over it with a trip to Antarctica. I mean, I'm kind of simplifying the story somewhat, but it's really, really, really beautiful book, and I oh, could not okay. put it down. It's Ooh. so poetic and beautifully written as well, and um, but actually quite easy to read, and the story is heartbreaking. Like, what happens to her is heartbreaking, and how she recovers is amazing, and... Yes, highly recommend, highly recommend. She's Australian. She's like 26 or something. She's one of those absolute uber-brainy people who's been at Oxford, won scholarships and all sorts of things. Like, she's an amazing writer. Highly achiever. Yes. But I don't hold it against her because she's written a very good book. Good on her. Yes. What about you? Um, Well, I've finished watching a show called World on Fire, which I think is on um, Foxtel, and it was really good. It's a... It's um, set in 1939, and it follows sort of about six key characters in England, um, Poland, Paris, Berlin, and um, it's sort of the outbreak of the Second World War, and it's sort of they all interweave in certain ways. Sean Bean's in it. I love a bit of Sean Bean. Yeah. Um, Helen Hunt's in it. (laughs) It's a rhyming slang. (laughs) Not rhyming. Slang. Such a Helen um, Hunt. Yeah, the actual Helen Hunt. Do you remember her? <laughs> yes, from um, Mad About You. Yes. And Twister. Um, yeah, and Twister, of course. Let's not forget Twister. <laughs> um, she's in it. it uh, it's a little bit distracting because I think she might have done something to her face. Right. Um, and you do get a bit distracted by that watching it. But she's very good, actually, and it, it's all very good. So it's sort of, you know, wartime drama. Um, 
and there's only seven episodes, but it's been renewed for season two. So I quite I enjoyed it. Mm. You know, I watched it, watched mm. the whole thing. That's always which, a, that's a know, plus. That's always a plus, isn't it? <laughs> um, so I, yes, I recommend that for something a bit different. You mm. know. But what about my new drinking game? Oh yes, let's let's talk about that because that's fun. Did you see it? Yes. Yes. So what it is, you have to take a drink every time anyone says in these confusing times <laughs> or unprecedented times <laughs> or, you know, baffling times. Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody else suggested um, end of restrictions. You can take a drink <laughs> then as well. No wonder you've got spider veins on your face. Yeah, You'd be drinking all the time at this rate. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm just, I can't listen to it anymore, can you? No, I'm just, I'm not even bothering anymore. Until someone tells me otherwise, I'm just going to continue as I am. And then, yeah. you know, when someone actually says lifting restrictions, drink, I will drink. I will be very happy. Yes. Um, and the other one, oh, flattening the curve. Oh, flattening the that. curve. Oh, my God. We'd yeah. all be plastered. Yes. And um, we're all in this together. Oh, God. Are you can drink there? that as well. Oh, we know. Oh, well, you think you've become kinder, don't you? <laughs> I do. I don't sound it today. Um, I just think that I'm a nicer person to other people in the service industries and like. Oh now. yes, like I'm. Creepy. Yeah, and very. I'm so like. Every time I see anyone in a shop, I ask them how they're doing and how they're going and are people being nice to them. Like, I'm very, I feel very sorry for them. So I'm being very, very nice to people. Good. Not in my own home, but... <laughs> <laughs> but ooh, oops, oopsie-daisy. I don't know what that was. Um, oh, well, good for you, being mm. a nice person. Mm. And um, just one last thing. Well, this is the yeah. pre-frailty thing, which we were, we are going to end on, but, you know, that's that's all right. We've, we've given enough good, fun stuff. Yes, go on. What is pre-frailty? Apparently, 45% of people aged 40 to 49 are pre-frail. And what it means is um, early frailty signs are detectable in people um, as early as in your 40s and probably even before that, but we don't want to discuss that at this point. But so basically frail adults, of course, so, you know, old people who are frail can't fight off illness properly. They can't recover from trauma. So things like if they fall over and stuff, it can be really bad for them. Um, And they can't adapt to challenging situations. So pre-frailty, if you want to play along at home, (laughs) includes slow walking speed, weak hand grip, Low energy and exhaustion, unintentional weight loss, <laughs> I wish, and low exercise, specifically little walking and min- minimal, moderate or intense physical activity. So it can it can progress really quickly. So if you are pre-frail at our age, you can get frail pretty quickly. And it can, right. especially with scenarios like depression, anxiety, living alone and low exercise. So the people are flagging it now because, of course, with the pandemic lockdown, people aren't doing as much as they used to do. So at this time of lockdown and self-isolation, you need to actually seek out ways to make your health and your habits and routines better so that you are not, even if you are in the sort of pre-frail class, you can actually stop yourself. So do more exercise, get better sleep, manage your mental health, work on your hand grip... (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I'll just leave that there. Leave it there, I think.
But, you know, maybe make sure that you get outside and do some exercise because you don't want to come out of this in no, a worse in shape. No, in a right old state. No, not at all. So you don't want to be pre-frail when you're our age. You want to be still sprightly and healthy. Yes. All right. Great. Sounds good. Okay. I'm That's go our and... challenge for the week. Okay. Not to be frail. <laughs> I won't be frail. I don't think I'm in any danger of being frail. <laughs> <laughs> not with that hand grip. <laughs> If you want to come to the PDAs, you can on Facebook. It's our group, and we'll, you can tell us some other things to talk about and ask us, tell us about Lisa's facial situation and what to yes. do. Yes, tell me, tell me what to do. Bye, Vicky. Bye. <laughs> Not with that angry.